Regina Cheri, Letare, Alleluia. Quiequem meruisti portare, Alleluia. Resurrexit, sicut dixit, Alleluia. Ora pro nobis Deum, Alleluia. Gaudi et Letare, Virgo Maria, Alleluia. Quiesurrexit Dominus Veri, Alleluia. Oremus, Deus, qui per resurrectionem filii tui, Domini nostri, Iesu Christi, mundum letificare, dignatus es. Presta quesimus ut per eius genitrem, genitricem Virgina Mariam perpetuae capiamus gaudia vitae, periundum Christum Domino nostrum. Amen. Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade in this Easter week. Your rosary on the road. I don't have any uh, new intentions in the inbox today, but uh, I and I encourage you to change that, <laughs> especially in the Easter tide. Now, I'm living in America, as I think anybody who listens to this would be able to tell by my <coughs> oh, excuse me, my atrocious pronunciation of the English language. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, it's. Uh, doing my best, but I'm living in America, and that means that I'm in mission territory, or what used to be mission territory, and the result of that is that I have uh, an extended Easter season. Uh, it was given an extension, uh, I believe, by, it may have been Leo the Thirteenth, or it may have been St. Pius the Tenth, but I cannot recall exactly which one. Uh, it may even have been Pius the Twelfth. He did a lot of... Um, he gave a lot of allowances to Americans. In any case, we have an extended Easter season here in America, and in that extended Easter season, that means all of the benefits, all of the graces, everything that is normally confined to the very brief Easter season in Europe, which is really Eastertide, lasts, I think, two weeks in total in Europe. That's when you have to complete your the Easter obligation to receive the sacraments of confession and of the Holy Eucharist, Holy Communion. Here in America, we have a little bit of a longer time to do that. Well, the benefit is that also many of the indulgences that are assigned to prayers and to petitions that only exist within Eastertide, they exist for a much longer time here. So, anyone who is outside of America writing in and has intentions or uh, any kind of, of need, uh, I have a decent chunk of my audience in addition to me who are also Americans and can take advantage of these graces. So let us take advantage of the graces on your behalf. Write in your intentions to daily decade requests at protonmail.com. That's decade, D-E-C-A-D-E, -E, requests in the plural at protonmail.com. And we'll be able to pray for you, and I'll add you to my daily prayer lists. I pray for everyone who writes in every day. They're on my rosary. If I have a rosary in my hand and I'm saying the rosary, I have them on my mind and in my prayers. And the Blessed Mother hears your name. So I encourage you to send in all of your intentions, as well as comments. Uh, I haven't gotten any comments at all, and I know that there are people that I'm sure have some criticisms for the way that I do things, and I I want to hear them. Uh, I, uh, if there's any uh, critiques or anything that you feel like we could do 
better or do more of uh, with the Daily Decade, whether it's on the Telegram or whether it's on uh, our, our actual prayer cast here or anything at all, I, I really welcome all possible feedback in order to reach as many souls as I possibly can. Our goal is the spread of the rosary to, throughout, to all people throughout our entire audience and everyone in particular who is open to it. So, no one in particular at all, I suppose, everyone in general, to spread the Holy Rosary. Uh, there are certain circles that we happen to move in that happen to lean politically right. Uh, they're receptive to the Rosary, and God love them for it. Uh, but uh, if you, I have yet to find a, a leftist who's receptive to the Rosary, but it may just be the circles that I move in. But if you can bring this to them, uh, by all means do so. It is a, a great thing to propagate the rosary, and our Blessed Mother promised to St. Dominic that whoever should propagate her rosary should be spared the fires of hell, because they are, and she didn't say the, the second part, but uh, it's always important to note that when the Blessed Mother makes promises about the rosary or the brown scapular or any number of things, it's not a get out of hell free card. There are a lot of people who interpreted it that way. Uh, Protestants and Catholics alike interpret it that way. What it is instead is that the rosary is such a holy thing and such a worthy devotion that anyone who is devoted to it is someone who could not possibly live in such a way as to be separated from God and therefore to merit damnation. And so, truly, someone who prays the rosary devoutly every day will, and I've forgotten who said this, but it is someone else who said this, someone who prays the rosary devoutly every day cannot persist in sin. They shall either give up the sin or give up the rosary. So if you persist in sin, or you have any struggles of that nature, you fear for the well-being of your own soul, pray the rosary every day devoutly, and you'll get where God means you to go. For today, I want to pray in general for the strengthening of faith, the enlightenment of all the people who pray the Holy Rosary, and for anyone who is struggling in particular with saying a daily rosary, and that means saying a rosary every single day, that through grace and the intercession of the Blessed Mother, they will, have, they will be able to say a rosary every single day and keep that devotion. So... Those will be our intentions today. Everyone who is trying to say a daily rosary, but struggling to, finding missing days here and there on a regular basis. Uh, and I know that it's, uh, I'm, I'm sometimes in this number uh, where I miss days because I get into a habit. <laughs> when you pray the rosary in the car alone every day, and then suddenly a day comes and you're not in the car alone, it can be difficult to fit the rosary into the rest of the schedule. But I want to pray for everybody who has any of these struggles, that we will all, all of us, who pray the rosary, be able to pray it every single day. And eventually, through the, inter through the intervention of God in strengthening us, and through our own discipline and improvement, self-improvement, well, not self-improvement, but improvement of the self by God, we will be able to say a complete rosary 
every day, all 15 decades, which is what St. Louis de Montfort recommends. So that will be our, our prayer today, appropriate for a rosary. And today is a Tuesday, which means that if you're praying your rosary today, that's Sorrowful Mysteries. Uh, but for us, it means we're going to pray in English. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, 
our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, our weeping, and our mourning from this veil of tears. Turn then, O gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy unto us. And after this, our exile, shew unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. Pour forth, we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Blessed Mother, Our Lady of the Rosary, who did in mercy and compassion and love grant this devotion of thy holy rosary to Saint Dominic. Grant that we, thy devotees and servants and fellow servants of thy Son, our Lord and God, Jesus Christ, be strengthened by him and his grace and filled with the fire of the love of thy immaculate heart and his sacred heart. That we, fired thusly with devotion, may with adoration, compunction, and constancy pray this thy rosary each day of our lives in its fullness to gain those merits and graces and promises which thou didst graciously grant to all who pray and propagate this devotion. We ask this through Christ, thy Son, our Lord and God, who liveth and reigneth with God the Father and God the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. For all of us in daily struggles and daily battles, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, thy kingdom come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Well, I thought, continuing with our theme of prayer, because it is Easter week, which means that we've just come through the Lenten season, and we've been disciplining ourselves and doing penances, now is as much a time of renewal in the church as any other. We have a, our, our Lenten devotions and resolutions. We have our, our Advent resolutions. The, the secular world has New Year's resolutions, but we have these promises that we make to improve ourselves during these holy seasons. And since we're coming out of Lent, and <clears throat> excuse me, into the Easter season now, it seems as good a time as any to uh, adjust our practices, improve ourselves in our, in our daily devotions. One of the 
ways in which we can do this is by developing our prayer rules and our prayer lives or improving the ones that we already have. Having a prayer corner is a big part of this. Many of you, I'm sure, already have those. We talked about it yesterday. For those that, that do not or those that still uh, has, see a means of improving their own. And today I thought it might be worth talking a little bit about prayer in general. One of the things that I struggle with, and I'm not ashamed of it because Saint, no, no less a saint than St. Therese of Lisieux struggled with it as well, is praying the rosary with full attention. St. Therese said she struggled with many of the mysteries uh, and she struggled in particular with distraction. Now she overcame those distractions and prayed the rosary devoutly, of course, but it was a struggle that she had and that she uh, needed the help of God to struggle against. And I, all of us, I think, to some extent, have our struggles in prayer. I, if there's someone out there who's listening to this who prays perfectly every time with complete attention and no distractions, God love you, teach me your methods. Uh, I don't personally have that success, that kind of success. But I have found some things that have helped me to stay from being distracted. One has to, when one prays mostly in the car, where you have a lot of distractions around you all the time, uh, it, it, you have to develop certain methodologies to focus yourself. And uh, in the car in particular, because your eyes have to move to follow what's going on around you, that can be difficult sometimes. But it does help to focus the mind somewhat. I don't know that there's anyone who doesn't have some kind of devotional in their vehicle. Uh, if you don't, then I strongly encourage you to get one. Not for the superstitious reason that having a little plastic infant of Prague or a little plastic Mary on your dashboard will necessarily uh, <laughs> bless the car and keep you from getting in an accident. But having that there is a devotional reminder to you. Most of the time when we're in the car, we're distracted. We're looking around, we have other things going on, our minds wander. In some cases we have music playing. Uh, in many cases we have music blaring, a habit that I myself had to break myself of. Uh, it's, it's a vulgar thing. But you get used to it. You're in your own world in the car. You exist entirely by yourself and the impact that you have on other people around you is very rarely a matter of your consideration. Uh, this is part of the reason why reckless driving was something that you had to take to the confessional <laughs> up to the 1960s. There are little pamphlets. That, I've seen them. There are little pamphlets that are devoted to safe driving uh, because the church recognized even then that people in automobiles tend to exist in their own little universe. You put these you put yourself in a little aquarium, really. It's a it's a, a glass tank that you find yourselves in, and you can look out the windows, but for some reason having that glass separating you from the people outside of you, it's almost as if you exist in two completely separate worlds. And even if you have the windows down, the fact that the door separates you from them, you exist in separate places. And now that can draw you into yourself, and so it actually makes rather an ideal place to pray, which is why it's good to have little devotional items. I have the Blessed Mother and the Infant of Prague in my own car, as well as a, a rosary and crucifix hanging from my mirror. Very standard. 
uh, Catholic devotions to have on a vehicle. There's also icons that you can place in a car. Actually, I have to admit the Blessed Mother that I have is an icon. It's not a statue. Uh, and so I have these devotionals around me. And whenever I look down at the Speedo, I see the, the, the Blessed Mother. Or if I'm checking the odometer, I see the Blessed Mother, fuel gauge, all of that. My entire my dashboard, my immediate dashboard in front of me, I see the Blessed Mother. And that's a good reminder because it's hard to ignore her. <laughs> If you have a space that is has the presence of, of reminders in it to refocus your attention, that's very helpful. One of the most important things, one of the most helpful things, I don't know why I said important, one of the most helpful things for me while I'm praying is to pay attention to when I am getting distracted. And I personally have found that the angels have been very helpful in getting me refocused. If you struggle with distraction during prayer, I would encourage you to invoke St. Michael uh, or St. Gabriel. I usually go to St. Michael just out of habit. Or your guardian angel. Because your guardian angel, like all the angels and the demons as well, has access to your imagination and can inspire good thoughts and good ideas in your imagination to help you focus in your prayer. It, It would not be a bad practice to begin every prayer that you say, every devotion that you begin with a prayer to the quick prayer to the Holy Ghost and a prayer to your guardian angel to inspire your imagination and focus yourself. Since the demons do that, how many times have I been praying and had my mind invaded with the most horrific thoughts? And I know that it's the, originally I thought it was a flaw in myself, but I later came to realize, no, it's that's the demons having access to your imagination, planting horrible images and ideas in your head in order to draw you away from God, in order to draw you away from prayer. That's usually a very good sign because it means you're doing something right. The demons cannot stand it when someone has a real proper devotion to prayer. If you're not being bothered in prayer, if you're not being distracted, uh, be on heightened guard cause, because either the demons are trying to lure you into a sense of complacency uh, or you're not praying well. One of of those two things is true. And so having distractions is, and overcoming those distractions is part of prayer. It's part of the cross that we bear when we pray. But you have your own fighter. You have someone there ready to fight for you, your guardian angel. And so invoking him and it is always a hymn. Invoking him is a powerful way to keep your mind focused. If I make it through, oh, half a mystery, and I find my mind starting to wander, I'll go to St. Michael, and I'll ask him to, in a quick prayer, St. Michael, bring me back to whatever the mystery is. Bring me back to the Annunciation. Bring me back to the Crucifixion. Bring me back to Pentecost. Whatever it might be that I'm, that the mystery that I'm reflecting on, and in that prayer, if it's, if it's uttered with a real intention to come back, if you're really struggling, St. Michael will help you. If you're doing something pleasing to God and you ask for help to do that thing that's pleasing to God, God and his servants want you to succeed in bringing yourself back to him. For God desireth not the death of a sinner, but that he be converted and live. And that's true of all of us. 
you know, we're not all abject sinners, we're not all cut off from the church, but in every little way that our soul is damaged, God desires the healing of that soul, both as, as father, as judge, and as physician. So, when you're praying, that's a good way to avoid distractions. Be aware that you're not praying alone. You're never praying alone. You always have the saints and the angels by your side. I tend to invoke the angels more, but I, I imagine that invoking the saints would be just as well, especially a saint that's devoted to prayer. St. Alphonsus Liguri would be a great saint. The doctor of prayer himself would be a very good saint to invoke in your prayers. Help me to pray right, St. Alphonsus Liguri. Intercede for me. That would be a wonderful way to begin any prayer as well. Uh, these are some of the methods that I use to overcome distraction, to place myself in the presence of God. And, of course, if any of us are not doing it, meditative prayer is the most powerful means of developing a strong prayer life. St. Alphonsus went as far as to say that no great saint ever became a great saint without the mastery of meditative prayer. One of the ways that you can do this is to have a manual of meditation with you. And these manuals of meditation are not difficult to come by. The Imitation of Christ is probably the most popular, but even the Confessions of St. Augustine can serve as a manual of prayer, or really any of the writings of the Fathers. St. Athanasius' On the Incarnation would be a, another wonderful uh, meditation that you could do, especially during Christmas tide. But even throughout the year, there are many different ways to meditate on God, to prayerfully read slowly in small bits, not all at once, but small bits, and absorb everything that's in there as part of your meditation. And this will help to train you so that you can just sit with God alone for a little bit every day and meditate upon the glories of God promises that he makes for you and the ways in which you fall short of what his expectations are. All of these are means of achieving better prayer. And so my prayer today is a simple one. I, I think I say that every single time, but this time it really is just simple. And my prayer today is simply this, that the Blessed Mother all of our patron saints and all of our guardian angels will inspire each and every one of us to pray well this Easter season and beyond. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.